Hello, everybody. Welcome into the NBA front office show. We're going to do our morning wraparound. Still trying to settle in on a name for this, whether it's I, there's been a few that we've kind of liked Ryzen round ball dunks and donuts. Uh, I kind of like fast breaking and eggs, but maybe that's going a little bit too far. <laughs> so let us know in the comments section what you guys think as far as the name for this show. But what we're going to do today is we're going to jump around 11 games in the NBA. What a busy night. We're going to break them down, give you our thoughts on all the NBA action. Joining me as always, Keith Smith. Follow him on Twitter at KeithSmithNBA. Good morning, Keith. How are you feeling today? Feeling as pumped up as yesterday? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, <laughs> but only because I'm tired. Uh, I, I, that, that I, I only sat on the couch and in the recliner, and that Celtics-Knicks game took a lot out of me uh, watching it double overtime, and yep. that's where we're going to start uh, today. Uh, unreal opening game just you know you, you couldn't really ask for more if you're a a basketball fan especially if you're not a fan of either team and you're just tuning in to watch uh did the knicks did win in double overtime 138 to 104 uh they Probably should have won in regulation, but the Celtics scored 10 points in the final 26 seconds, including a kind of wild sequence where Jalen Brown hit about a 40-foot three-pointer from the edge of the logo. And then they ended up uh, fouling. Julius Randle made both free throws and off a pretty crazy scramble play. Marcus Smart hit a game-tying three-pointer at the buzzer. Uh, the ball was in the air as the buzzer sounded and it went through. The first overtime was uh, started off like a house of fire with everybody knocking down jumpers. Then it just got pretty messy as, as uh, some really tired legs set in on both sides. But the, the Knicks came out. Julius Randle, 35 Oof. points, eight rebounds, nine assists, three blocks. The unbelievable game out of him. Evan Fournier, the new acquisition, 32 points. Uh, it seemed like every time the Knicks needed a big three-pointer, Fournier was there to deliver. And then Obi Toppin kind of caught my eye off the bench with 14 points. Uh, Tom Thibodeau started out playing him mm -hmm. behind Randle like he – did last year. Uh, I should note at this point, the Knicks were without Taj Gibson and Norland's Noel. Uh, first half, they played Jericho Sims some minutes, and then Tibbs scrapped that, played top and really as the third big behind Randall and Mitchell Robinson, and he got some run with Randall as well, and it actually looked pretty good. So I hope that's something we continue to see from from them um because he he played pretty well rj barrett stepped up in the second half after a pretty uh poor first half he was fairly solid on defense too but all around a lot of good performances in there for the Knicks. mitchell robinson 11 points yeah i mean look rebounds. the the knicks obviously they got the home crowd behind them and everything they were super excited and look a double overtime game it doesn't get much better than that on opening night was <laughs> no. a lot of fun uh fournier impressive stuff from him Gotta love that kind of a debut. Knicks fans have got to be really excited about what he could do. Julius Randle saying, look, last year was not a fluke. I really am this good and, and dropping that kind of numbers. That And when, you, when you're playing this many minutes, we do have to add that into our discussion of the stats. Like when sure. we say Randle yeah. dropped 35, eight boards, nine assists, he also played 46 minutes. So that, of course, added... <laughs> Yeah, these guys yes, are all in the high which 40s. Is, which is crazy. Absolutely. But then, and then jumping over to your uh, to your Celtics, I mean, Jalen Brown, what, what COVID diagnosis, right? Like yeah. 16 of 30, yeah, right? 46 yeah. points. Good Lord. Nine boards, six assists, three steals, one block. Incredible night for him. Not so much for Jason Tatum, but let's face it, this is, it's, it's an off shooting yeah, night. Awful. That's, that's all this is. That's it. Yep. Yeah. 
I, I pulled the stats. You can go find them on my Twitter. I want to run through, but he yeah. missed a lot of open looks, a lot of open looks, shots he never ever misses. Uh, a couple other Ooh, quick notes: Robert Williams blocks. played really well for Boston, sixteen points, ten rebounds, five blocks, three assists, three steals. Almost pulled off a five by five. Played forty five <laughs> minutes. That is uh, on uh, that topped his prior career high. It was only thirty two. Uh, so that's a little worrisome, just given his injury history uh, there. And then. Um, uh, you, you mentioned the struggles from from Tatum shooting the ball. Grant Williams mm-hmm. actually played okay. Uh, struggled with Randall defensively. They ended up putting Williams on Randall late in the game. He did a much better job on Julius Randall. But it, it's it's one of those where I, I, you, I don't know how you come away from this super mad if you're a Celtics fan or anything like that because if Tatum just has an average Tatum shooting game, yeah. you're they win. Like it's, it's, it's that simple. And there, it's not like anybody on the Knicks played way under their abilities or anything like that. Nobody on the Celtics played way under theirs either. So it, it's just, other than Tatum, uh, Marcus Smart had some rough moments early on, uh, or I guess not early, like kind of in the third and mm-hmm. uh, vast majority of the fourth quarter, Dennis Schroeder did struggle a little, only five of 16 yep. from the floor, but he took some quick shots as they were in comeback mode uh, late in the regulation. And then he had eight, did have eight assists off the bench though. Uh, looked pretty good as uh, you know, playmaking and ability to get in the paint, I think is a welcome addition to that group. So, but We've yep. got a lot of games to get to, so we we don't want to spend more. If you want more thoughts from me and the team, you can find those over on Celtics blog later today. Want to move on to Let's Panthers do it. This is another Hornets. very, very fun one. I got to catch a good chunk of this game. Yeah. This one, oof. the execution on the offense bed by the Pacers. It was like Rick Carlisle was reminding everybody, yeah, I'm really good at this coaching <laughs> thing. Um, just tremendous. Malcolm yep. Brogdon, as efficient as ever. But, I mean, let's not bury the lead. Chris Duarte. Rookie debut, 27 points, 6 for 9, shooting from deep. Incredible stuff from him. Pacers fans have got to be stoked about how good he looked. And then I thought Sabonis was very good as well. 33 points, 15 boards, 2 assists. Yeah. Great performance out of out of him. Four blocks for Miles Turner, just doing Miles Turner things, right? So this Pacers team, even though they lost by what, I yeah. think Pacers fans should be feeling pretty good about this team. They looked a lot better than I was uh, anticipating. I my, my concerns for the Pacers are they True. didn't get much out of their bench, and then they also um, they they went through a rough, rough, rough period in the third quarter. They were blowing out the Hornets. It looked like they were going to cruise to this win. And then the Hornets ripped off a 24-0 run in the third quarter. Uh, Mostly generated off of forcing turnovers and then just never missing a shot, uh, it felt like. So that's a little concerning. Um, On the Hornets' side, their interior defense is awful. Uh, That's that's kind of um, like to say – it exists period to be awful. Like it's just <laughs> not even there. Uh, you know, that's how bad, bad it was. Sabonis yeah, really did. did whatever he wanted all game long. But I think we thought with the Hornets that as long as they can get the ball up and down the floor and score points, they're going to be in these games. LaMelo ball, 31 points, nine rebounds, seven assists. Um, 
Uh, Mason Plumley again, no defense wasn't really there, but eight points, 10 rebounds, five assists. A uh, lot of lot of good ball movement out of this team. 29 assists on 46 baskets uh, for them. 29 assists on 42 baskets for the Pacers. So if you have a chance, if you've got league pass and the ability to go back and, and watch a one. game late, this is probably a good one to spend a little bit of time with. Because uh, if it wasn't for Celtics Knicks, this yeah, absolutely, it was a fun one. Sabonis had a chance to win it at the buzzer. I I still think that despite the rough stretch the Pacers still look pretty good for the majority of the game and the Hornets of course coming up big in yeah. the clutch LaMelo ball seven for nine from deep that's pretty good all right yeah he is better yes. than I ever thought yeah. he was gonna be I, I I was not big on him coming into the draft I I you know that that that's that's probably my worst evaluation I've ever had to be Quite honestly, I, I, he's going to outplay anything I ever thought he would be. Mm. Bulls Pistons next uh, as we go rapid fire here. This one, when I was watching, was maybe yes. the ugliest oh my gosh. Of game I have watched. <laughs> God, it was bad in the first quarter. Uh, and then, then the... Uh, then it got better from there, at least for the uh, Bulls side. Um, but they only scored 14 points in the first quarter, which was you know, pretty, pretty rough. But, score. Uh, and you can first. see, they're, yeah, they're, they're going through it, right? They're, they're going to take mm-hmm. some time to figure out exactly how to play together. There was times where it was just it, – it, the fit yeah. was a little wonky, um, but – Zach Levine took over eventually, which is good to see because I think that's Zach Levine basically saying, hey, all right, it, cool, we got DeRozan and Ball, and we have Vooch now, but this is my team. Like it, we, It's winning yep. time. Get me the ball. I'm going to do this. Uh, and, he, and he looked great, 34 points, uh, 11 of 17 shooting, hit all 11 of his free throws. He was in attack mode uh, basically all game long. Um, so, yeah, it, it was just – it's going to take a little bit and in their defense. It's funny. Cause people were like, I didn't think they'd defend this well, but I don't want to go too crazy. Cause it was the Pistons on the other side. And I think they might struggle. As yes. Well, yeah, absolutely. Here. I think that was a part of it. I did notice. I think this is going to be a theme for the entire season. The Pistons went right at DeMar DeRozan. They tried to put him in actions as many yeah. times as they could. Sadiq Bey was just trying to break him down one-on-one and was successful most of the time. So yeah. that's something to definitely keep an eye on, Bulls fans. How can DeMar DeRozan defend? And if he can't, what can the Bulls do to kind of mitigate that scheme-wise? So that's certainly something to keep an eye on. And then one of our concerns coming into the season, Keith, was the Bulls bench. And you look, you got 10 points yeah. total. Total out of the Bulls bench, all of it from yeah, Io Desumu and Alex Caruso. Yep. That's it for the Bulls uh, reserve. So that's, yep. uh, I mean, that's something to keep an eye on moving and, forward. And, and that'll get helped some sure. when Kobe White is back, but that's only some. The, 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 a lot of the guys who played their bench minutes, that's going to be their, their bench guys. So, yeah, a little concerning there on the Pistons side. It, it's just going to be rough yeah. for this team. But Cade Cunningham, we should note, did not play. Uh, due to an ankle injury, so his his debut is still remains forthcoming. Uh, eventually, he'll get out there. That'll help, I think, them create offense a little bit more because it was a lot of Jeremy Grant, and it was more Sadiq Bay mm-hmm. when I was watching than I was comfortable with. As you said, they were trying to go at DeMar DeRozan, but I don't know that no. Bay's ready for that just yet. Um, but, yeah, it's Killian Hayes missed all six he of the shots. He did not look good. That, and missed them badly. Like not, uh, there were a few I saw yeah. were not yeah, close. Yeah, the ones I saw yeah. weren't even close. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's concerning. They were only six out of 28 from three. Um, I, I, I want to make this point now because I don't want to forget it as we still have a bunch more games to go through. I think I completely underestimated how bad the Pistons, Rockets, Thunder, 
and Magic are going to be. I, I think they're all going to be. And, and remember, we ranked them. Like, I, we ranked them at the, the bottom and said they're going to be the worst teams in the NBA. And they're still. We're not. Wait. This isn't like we said. Oh, maybe they could sneak yeah. into the play in, and now they're bad. No, they're bad, and they look no. even worse than we thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, th- I think it's going to be cracking twenty wins for a couple of them. Might be a uh, right. an accomplishment. Let's so. jump to. Uh, all right. Yep. Wizards, we're ready to move on. Wizards, uh, Raptors. Wizards, Raptors. Let's, uh, let's do it. So. Yeah. I did not. I was going to say, oh, so this ahead. one, I mean, look, the, the Wizards, 98 to 83, this was the Wizards' depth. I didn't get to see a lot of this one, but you could see where their depth really made a difference here for the Washington Wizards, obviously adding pieces from the Lakers in the Russell Westbrook trade. Montrezl Harrell is a man on the on a mission. He's out to prove something. 22 points and nine boards along with one block really helped Washington off the bench there. He's a guy who can indeed help you out in the regular season and help them pick up the win. A little bit surprised that the Raptors weren't better. I was expecting a little bit more out of them. 19 turnovers, but then again, Washington turned it over 21 times himself. So sloppy game. I don't think either one of these teams is coming out of this feeling like they're great moving forward or anything, but uh, again, Washington had the depth to get this done. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't think Washington is this good no. defensively. Uh, Fred Van Vliet especially missed some really good looks in this game. When I of what of it I was able to see, which was not a ton. Uh, this is one of the ones I plan to go back and try to watch a little bit of today. Uh, yeah, just a very ugly offensive game for the Raptors, but. That's yeah. going to be how they have to win. They're going to have to play ugly games where their defense is good. But I think what probably happens is they defend slightly better. This is probably about where they are as a defense, but their offense will be better than, than this. They're not going to shoot 30% uh, or 31% and then 20.6% from three uh, very often. It's it's probably not going to be great. They're probably going to be in the bottom 10, mm-hmm. I think, of, of offenses. But it'll I mean, be better than Keith. This. When the Wizards turned the ball over 21 times and shot 19% from three, and they won by 15. What what does that tell you about 15, the Raptors yeah. and their and their play in in this one? Not yeah. great. You had six turnovers out of Scotty Barnes yeah. alone. 40 total turnovers. That's that, <laughs> that's, that's just really that's bad ugly. between the two teams. A uh, couple couple things that jumped out in the box were Montrez yeah. Harrell, big night off the bench, 22 and nine. Uh, I think that's going to be kind of what we can see out of him. Uh, newly extended Daniel Gafford, eight points, five rebounds, four blocks. Uh, he, he looked pretty, pretty good at times. And then um, I thought uh, the, the former Lakers guys um, all chipped in because I thought Caldwell Pope, when I was watching, he was drawing mm-hmm. Van Vliet quite a bit. Uh, defensively, and I thought he looked pretty good on him. And then uh, Kuzma, fifteen. Yeah, rebounds. that's not that normally was, his uh, thing. You know, kind of, kind of something nice that jumped there. off the page. Yeah, in, in all defensive boards too. So it's not even like he was sneaking in and stealing some offensive uh, boards. And then OG and an OB going to take a little bit yeah. for him to grow into that primary role. Three of seventeen shooting. So just something to keep an eye on there. All right, the let's side. move on to uh, the Grizzlies and the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> oh my gosh, Keith! I was doing a radio. I did a radio <laughs> hit yesterday, and I go on, and the first thing they they say to me, like the the producer is talking to me before I go on. He he said, "Hey, did you see what the Cavs are doing?" I said, "No. What what's happening?" He goes. They're starting three bigs at the same time. They've got Mobley, Markinen, and Allen all on the floor together. And I went, oh my gosh, I have to I have to check this out. Yeah. And then on the flip side, you had the Grizzlies do the opposite. They started three 
guards in, in Bain, Morant, and, and Melton all together. So it was just, I guess they just decided they wanted a contrast game or something. <laughs> it almost felt like when I was, when I checked in, cause I wanted to see yeah. a little bit of the beginning of it. So I flipped it on uh, to be able to see what it looked like. It looked like an NCAA tournament game between a high major school and like mm-hmm. one of the mid-major teams that gets in where like the mid-major is like the yeah. one big man. And then it's like a bunch of little, you know, little guys going against the team. That's all huge. And yeah, it was a little weird. I, I didn't like it at all for Cleveland. Um, Memphis's lineup sure. is fine because Bain's big Bain's enough strong. to play the three. Um, and the, yeah, and we're going to see some of that out of him. I was a little surprised they didn't go back to Kyle Anderson, but I think they they wanted him to be that second big off the bench mm-hmm. with Brandon Clark uh, behind Jackson and Adams. So the Memphis side was was fine. And in just a couple quick thoughts there, um, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. thirteen points, six rebounds, four blocks. No, did not did not shoot it well, but he. Kind of did all the things you kind of expect from him. Ooh. But John Moran, absolutely. Yeah, a night. Know, it, it machine, 37, 6, and 6. Hey, he had a couple blocks, too. That's something that doesn't get talked about with him a lot. Mm-hmm. Pretty good shot blocker for a guard. He's got pretty good timing. But on the Cavs side, you just you can't do this because none of those guys can handle the ball well enough to to do the things you need to do. And marketing, in theory, can be a floor spacer, but that's wasted when you're essentially using them yeah. as your three man. Um, I thought Mobley did a nice job holding up defensively, uh, guarding out on the perimeter. Cause if they're going to do this, he has to pick up and guard uh, small forwards. Um, Colin Sexton, who I know we both like, despite the rest <laughs> of liking. the basketball world, seemingly thinking he's an inefficient gunner. Um, he had a you know fairly decent game, uh, at least offensively. Darius mm-hmm. Garland, 12 assists. That was really encouraging uh, to see out of him. Um, and, but I, the main thing I don't like about this, I don't like Isaac Okoro getting shoved off to the bench and only no. getting 21 minutes. I think that's a massive mistake out of this, this team. And it's, it, this is just weird. And they've, yeah, I don't know. Right I don't know the thought process behind this. Evan Mobley can defend on the perimeter. Yeah. We've seen it. We even saw it early in summer league. We saw him have the ability to do that. And he had a nice night, nine boards, six assists. Wasn't expecting that yeah. 17 points. Great rookie debut, but this is just such a funky Cavs lineup. I'm I'm actually impressed that they put up 121 points um, in, in this one and the Grizzlies yeah. as well. I mean, you actually had really solid shooting percentages across the board for both teams, but I think the Cavs have some work to do to figure out this rotation because other teams in the NBA will be even less forgiving than the Grizzlies in terms of the Cavs running out three bigs on and having at least one, usually two, defending on the perimeter. Yeah, and... And you you can't be at a position right now where you feel like I understand the big contract and maybe you're trying to build his trade value. You can't be in a position where you feel like you have to give Kevin no. Love minutes, which forces you to start the three bigs. Because even I don't care which one of them really sit. Ideally, Markinen um, comes off the bench, but there's enough minutes if that's your three big rotation. Basically, split the 96 big minutes between the three of them. They all play 30 minutes a game, and off we go. And I think you're fine uh, there. Just get rid of those love minutes because it's not he's not a part of your future, and you're not going to rebuild his trade value unless he came out and was, you know, Minnesota no. Timberwolves, Kevin Love, where he's, you know, 25 and 15. It's a, uh, just Kevin Love put up the buy me out right. stat line. That's That's what that is. Yeah. Yeah, it's and that's all it's going to be. All right, Minnesota, Houston. Uh, next up, uh, Timberwolves 
did what we kind of want to see them do this year is blow the yeah, doors off bad do. teams. If you're going to make the they league, you have to really beat the bad put teams. Put the hammer down, and they, and they did. Yep, that's it. And it's too too often these are really either, mm-hmm. either really close games for the Timberwolves or they lose them. Um, and, and at least for one night, super encouraging. Cat, amazing, 30 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, tonight. Um, Every highlight was Anthony Edwards yep. throwing down dunks or hitting a three-pointer. Uh, looks like he's ready to make that big leap uh, there. Um, I thought they got they got some pretty good defense out of uh, McDaniels mm-hmm. and Akoji in the starting group. That's kind of fun-ish to see where that goes. Moving forward, I'm really glad McDaniels is the one who who got the call there um, as the starting four man because I think he, he brings them a defense um, mm-hmm. with some size alongside Towns. Uh, that they haven't had before. Patrick Beverly um, did not play because he was serving a one-game suspension. Um, I had a few people be like, oh, he's not going to be in the rotation. Um, that dated back to last season's playoffs. So that's why he he was out, out for a game. Uh, but Malik Beasley came off the bench. Didn't do a whole lot because by the time uh, that's where we were, this game, yeah. game was, a, was a blow-up. But on the Rockets side, this is what it's probably going to be a lot this year. It's going to be kind of, kind of messy, uh, but that's okay. This is an evaluation year. Figure out what you have in these guys. Um, eventually, I think DJ Augustine, Eric Gordon, those minutes are going to go away, um, and you'll see more minutes for Kevin Porter, uh, Jalen Green, Jay Sean Tate, uh, the four, the other three rookies that aren't green that they drafted, though those guys will all play uh, a little bit more. But, yeah, it's uh, – it's just going to be, I think, you know, I will say this was, we can't, you know, jump to conclusions and say the wolves are, are back They're They're going to be a great team or anything. This is a tiny sample size. I don't even count this as a full game. It was, what was the score? 72 to 45 at halftime. Like the game was yeah. over at, at halftime. So yeah. you didn't get to see as much of the wolves as you would have wanted, but it does appear the plan moving forward is your big three is Edwards, Towns and Russell. You three score the ball, everybody else defend like crazy, and then we'll go from there. And, I mean, against this team, it worked. Curious to see when they run up against some stiffer competition, what that looks like, but the Rockets are bad. Sure. I I, I got to take umbrage yeah. with you, though. How how do you – how are you back when you haven't even <laughs> been there for a decade and a half? <laughs> that's <laughs> – I mean, I guess – That's true, that. yeah. So that's just me – that that was a cheap shot. I, I apologize, Wolves fans. I'm excited. I hope I, I hope this continues because I I really like Cat. I like Anthony Edwards. I'd like yep. that team to be good. Uh, Philadelphia, yes. New Orleans. Oh, um, Furkan Korkmaz show uh, <laughs> as he kind of turned this one single handedly into a blowout in the fourth points. quarter. Good Lord. Uh, he went. <laughs> bananas off the bench uh, late. Um, Tyrese Maxey, as expected, mm-hmm. drew the start with uh, Ben Simmons. I um, mean. In the lineup, mm-hmm. been, been played well. Twenty points, seven rebounds, five assists. Shot eight of fourteen. Uh, again, New Orleans is not the most no. stout defensive team in the league, so we'll we'll see uh, what what uh, comes of that. Joel Embiid did his thing. Tobias Harris scored uh, some points. George Niang, I continue to think one of the sneaky underrated signings this offseason. I think he's going to be really good as a uh, yep. ball moving forward uh, for them off the bench. I, all right, I beat up on the dude all the time, and I, he's maybe my Ooh. least favorite player in the league. Andre Drummond had 17 rebounds in yeah. 19 minutes. That's incredible. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> like that, He had two blocks and three assists, two steals, six points. Like, look, if that's what you're going to get behind Joel Embiid in, you know, the probably played a few more minutes mm. than he'll usually play. My guess is he'll probably be closer to 15 minutes yeah, a night. Yeah, because Embiid uh, only played 26. The nature of the game. 
Yeah, that that, exactly. that was because it was a blowout yeah. late. But yeah, I mean, if that's what you're going to get on Andre Drummond, he was plus 22 uh, for the game. So credit where credit's due. Monster game out of him. On the Pelican side, Brandon Ingram, 25 points. Uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker at 23. Devontae Graham had 18. Josh yeah, Hart left early in the game uh, with a knee injury. I have not seen an update on that yet. Uh, what's going on with Absolutely. him? So that's concerning because this team's already banged up. Uh, Zion Williamson, once again, reminder, did not play. Uh, it's still no timetable. At least a few more weeks. A couple weeks out from yeah. another update. And there was the yeah, report so from uh, Jake Fisher yesterday see, yeah. that mentioned that he's over 300 pounds at this point. Um, and that's and obviously yeah. Zion, he's a big dude, right? I mean, he's he's got a lot of muscle on him, but yep. we, typical playing weight for him is probably around like 280, 285-ish, somewhere in that range. Yep. So he's significantly heavier than what we've seen. So that's a concern as well, particularly when you're already dealing with injury issues. Yeah, and I I put it out on Twitter. In retrospect, that, that commercial where he's chugging Mountain Dew with a giant bowl no, of Doritos in front of not him. Good. Probably not, not good. the best look right <laughs> not now. Not good. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, this so, this game, yeah. before we move on from this one, this had the bizarro stat line of the night for me. Three for 19 from Jonas Valanciunas. Okay. You will probably never see that. You will never see that again. See that. This is this was, and especially yeah, he just got that, that big contract. We talked about it yesterday, or that new contract, and then yeah. puts up what I believe this is going to be his worst shooting night of the entire season. It has to be. like It feels like a physical, physically impossible for him to shoot that poorly, given how close in most of his shots are. One for three uh, from three. Uh, Valanciunas, three for 19. Again, That's uh, I would be shocked if we see anything like that at any point again this season. Yeah, uh, let's move on to bad shooting lines. I think we'll continue to see a lot this season. Uh, the Orlando mm. Magic got destroyed by the San Antonio Spurs, 123-97. to 97. Uh, The Spurs absolutely rolled over. Orlando, again... Yeah, they're going to be bad. Uh, you're looking just for signs of encouragement. There weren't a whole lot. Franz Wagner looked better uh, in this one. And I watched I did watch this game um, just because of the ties yeah. to Orlando living here. Uh, he looked better. Um, uh, Wagner did at any point in summer league or the preseason in this game. Um, six out of nine for 12 points. Uh, Mo Bamba looked pretty solid. 18 points uh, did have four blocks. Also had four assists, which was which was yeah. kind of fun. Um, ish. Uh, Gary Harris was a late scratch, so Jalen Suggs um, was was reinserted into the starting group. Uh, really struggled, just three of 14, one out of six from three. Um, so yeah, but then on the Spurs side, this is how the Spurs yeah. are going to win games. Everybody. They had, let's see, seven players, yeah, score between 12 and 19 points. And their two leading scores, now kind of buoyed by garbage time um, in the second half, were Lonnie Walker with 17 points and Devin Vassell with Both 19 off the points. Bench. Uh, so good to see the two, two young, yeah, wings uh, coming off the bench. But Murray and White, as a, they might be the best defensive backcourt in the NBA. Um now it's easy for them to look good against the exactly. Magic's young guards, but they they can do some stuff to lock some guys down. And, and Dejounte Murray, with maybe the most Dejounte Murray game, six out of seventeen shooting, zero for four from three. Nice. So that's not so great. But six rebounds, eight assists, four steals. Like that's just what this guy does. Like he's gonna show up in other ways. And then White, kind of his typical typical game. Uh, of no, that young DNP coach's decision. Weird. Was the only Spurs guy who didn't play. Yeah, that that really jumped out to me. I'm I'm a little surprised. I don't. That's something I'll be watching now for the next uh, 
couple weeks at least. Because if he doesn't get any run, then that says to me he's just there as a tradable contract, and some good team should go get him because he played Absolutely. pretty well. Absolutely, year. that and that is a surprise given the blowout nature of this game too, be, that he didn't even get any minutes. But uh, you know, this was a very Spurs style game. Eight turnovers. That's gonna help you win games when you only turn it over eight times. But yeah, part of that too is how bad are the Magic really, and what I mean, just like with the Wolves win. What do the Spurs look like against better competition? But again, against a bad team, they did what they yep. should have done. Yep, that's it. All right, now we're getting yep. into the night games, uh, or the late night games, I should say, uh, here. And let's go to another <laughs> blowout over a bad team. The Utah Jazz just rolled right over the Thunder, 107-86. Uh, this was a very jazzy game, I guess is the best way yeah. to put this. They they just did what they do. They showed up, they ran their stuff almost to perfection right out, right off the jump on both ends. Rudy Gobert, 16 points, 21 rebounds Ridiculous. in only 29 minutes. Um, the storyline for me was Donovan Mitchell had, had mm. an off-shooting night. He was just 6 out of 17. And then after, did you see his comments after the game about it? He won't wear contacts, and he's been recommended then that he should be wearing uh, yeah. prescription goggles because his eyesight is bad. And he said he can't do the contacts, which – Donovan Mitchell, I'm with you, man, because um, he can't put his fingers in his eyes. He's like, every time he's tried, it doesn't work out for him. But he's like, I don't think my eyesight is bad enough to need the prescription goggles yet. Mm -hmm. So he left the door open. A few more six out of 17 shooting nights, and that may be something he needs to rethink. And as someone who wore the horse Grant uh, style rec specs back in the day for a while, uh, it's not the worst thing in the world, man. Come on. It's, you, you can get ones. They look better now. Look, Kareem wore them. Rick, Rick Wild Thing Vaughn. Yeah. Right, just get some that look cool. You can wear them, and it'll be fine, Donovan Mitchell. I love it. <laughs> I that like was that a good one. Post. That was well a good done one. By I think you. that was a good movie. Yeah, on the <laughs> uh, on the Thunder side, I don't it's, know. I mean, it's bad. Shade was okay. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. I mean, Jer Jeremiah Robinson Earl looked all right. They they seem really committed to playing him as kind of the pseudo small mm -hmm. ball center, which is. Maybe interesting, but we'll see. But they they shot thirty seven percent overall, seven of thirty five from three, only eleven of eighteen at the free throw line, fourteen turnovers, just messy, messy, messy. If it wasn't Shea, they just weren't generating a whole lot of stuff. So you know, this is them again. Them, the Magic, the Rockets, and the Pistons. You're what you want to do is me and you who are going to kind of fly in and out. I'm probably going to be like, man, if you're one of those teams, though, watch the if fan of those teams watching every night, watching every play. You're yep. looking for baby steps. You're looking for, oh, Josh Giddy saw that pass that he didn't see, you know, a month ago. Now, now it's there for him or, uh, you know, player X, uh, you know, Jalen Green's pull up jumper off the dribble going to his left looks better now than it did uh, prior. So uh, mm -hmm. one other thing I wanted to note on the jazz side, uh, just because I feel like he's perennially underrated. Boyan Bogdanovich, 22 points on 10 of 17 in just 28 minutes. He's he's a big part of things for them. When he's going right, that team is next he to He absolutely is. Uh, Royce O'Neal, who actually knocked in some big threes for the Jazz last season, was 0 for 4. So I think they can actually play better than, than what yeah. they did. But this was all they needed to do in order to beat a bad Thunder team. You yeah. mentioned baby steps. Also count those ping pong balls because that's... That's what this is. This is all about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's jump Absolutely. to a really fun one, though. The Denver Nuggets and the Phoenix Suns. I looked like at one point the Suns were going to run away with this thing. Like they were just going to put their foot down on the yep. gas pedal. And it looked like 
the game became easy for them. They were finding open threes. They ran, rattled off like eight points in like 30 yep. seconds or something, hit some threes, got a bucket, and everything looked good. And the Nuggets just kept sticking around, kept sticking around. It was like you could see the gears turning in the Nuggets' heads. Like, nope, we're not going to do what we did in the playoffs last year. We're going to take it to this team. And to their credit, they hung in there. They weathered the storm. And next thing you know... They, they pulled off the win, and I, I didn't expect it. I thought the Suns were just going to cruise at that point, and the Nuggets said, uh-uh, not tonight. Yeah. Yeah, they were up at, at halftime by, uh, I want to say mm-hmm. it was like seven points, but it, it, it did. felt like more. And I think what went wrong for Denver was their defense was really undisciplined in the first half, especially in the second quarter. They were running out to shooters. like like This was like getting out on – uh, yeah. Steph Curry or Ray Allen in their you know absolute peak of their powers and like these wild closeouts and Mikhail Bridges dribbled into about three or four like short floaters pull ups and those kind of things they were running them off the line but they, these closeouts were just way out of control and then in the second half they locked down like and that was that to me was the whole difference in the game and then especially yeah. in the fourth quarter uh, they really tightened up Will Barton scored 20 points had six rebounds and five assists but I think the thing that really stood out to me was his defense. He's not known as a defender, and he stayed really attached to Devin Booker most of the night and was a big part of Booker, only going three out of 15 um, from, from the floor. Uh, it's it's hard to get overly concerned for the Suns because, right. like you said, they played really well for a big chunk of it. They just didn't look good um, that, down the stretch uh, for, for the Nuggets to – the one thing I'm a little worried about, and they're just going to have to get through it until Jamal Murray is back and you can slide probably Barton to the bench. Their um, bench was, was bad. Uh, they, they didn't get enough of what you need out of it. Um, uh, they, they got, uh, some scoring out of Dozier and, um, Jeff green, but it was not, um, Beyond that, it was, it was really pretty, pretty awful, and their defense wasn't very good. Their starters were, I want to say, like the worst guy was like right around plus yeah. 20 um, for, for this game. So that kind of tells you once they went back to the starters, they were good. Jokic is, is ridiculous. He's, He's kind of good. He'll be right back in every yeah, consideration. All right, close it out with easily the upset of the night. The Sacramento Kings pulling off the yeah. upset in Portland, right? 124, 121, uh, looked, no, yeah, and they looked all right. Now, their defense was no. not very good, especially late in the fourth quarter. I watched the very end of this game and and watched the uh, bulk of the, the Trailblazers kind of come back to, to make this a game. They scored 36 points, but before that, they were doing all right. The the Kings were in Harrison Barnes. Uh, Luke Walton said he wants them taking threes a lot whenever of they're open. Eight <laughs> out of 11, 11 threes, three good Lord. For 36 points. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was like in the buddy yeah. healed uh, role there. And healed himself mm-hmm. was good off the bench with 17 in 31 man. minutes. I thought Walton actually did pretty good, too, of kind of tightening up his rotation. He pretty much played eight guys. Uh, Terrence Davis mm-hmm. got a little bit of run, but but for the most part, he stuck with uh, Barnes, Harkless, Holmes, Fox, and Halliburton as the starters, and then Thompson, Heald, and Mitchell off the bench. Um, you know, played uh, you know the bulk of the bench minutes. Uh, Rashawn Holmes was great, 21 points, 11 rebounds, two blocks. Darren Fox did his thing. Uh, and as we noted on yesterday's uh, news wrap-up show, no Marvin Bagley. That's right. Yeah, I mean, look, I guess not not a surprise with Marvin Bagley, but uh, 
those bridges, I think, have been burned. Uh, Rashawn Holmes, the you know the the efficiency. This is what we talk about with him. But nine for ten from the field, that is impressive stuff from him. That's yeah. going to get the job done. And you know what, Damian Lillard did not have a great night. Oh for nine from three, very unLillard like, mm-hmm. uh, and including missing the uh, game tying attempt at the buzzer. It looked good. It looked and because it was Damian Lillard, it's like you just assume it's in. And it just, it just, just rimmed out, uh, but yeah. still 20 points for him, despite going over nine from three CJ McCollum, 34 points from him, six boards, five assists, three steals. Maybe the 76ers pay a little more attention to that 14 to 24 shooting uh, <laughs> Nurkic 20 and 14. And yet the Blazers still couldn't quite get it done. Um, it was the other guys that, that just weren't able to step up in terms of scoring Norman Powell, though, not bad 14 points. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think more than, Portland blew it in this one. I think the Kings might just be a little bit better. Maybe they have taken a step forward here. I'm not going to say this is, uh oh, this is a big problem for Portland. I think the Kings might be a bit better than what we were anticipating. Uh, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Maybe what you were. I had them 10th in the West and in that bottom of that play in tier ahead of. The Spurs, Timberwolves. I think I had them ahead of the Spurs. I'd have to go back and and check my my rankings. But I mean, I'm saying they might be a little bit better than that. Like they could be up a a tier. So now you're trying to. That's what it is. That's what it is. You're you're playing to the Kings fans, and I thought here (laughs) I was going to be the. You know, you know me. Me, I I have a great relationship with Kings fans. (laughs) They love the Lakers. It's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. Um, yeah, fun fun night. So surprise of the night mm-hmm. for me um that stood out is damian lillard and jason tatum shooting a combined 15 of 54 Oof. uh on the night that that is not going to happen again uh both of those guys no. they 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 will throw up the occasional bad line but not normally that bad uh that's what stood out to me and if either one of those guys has even an average game for them they, their teams probably are one and oh today, but fun night. 11 games was really cool. Direct TV finally delivered the, the biggest present I've asked for forever, which is a game mix channel. So up to four or up to eight games mm-hmm. playing at once uh, at a time. If they're all going on at the same time, it was absolutely glorious to uh, to tune in and watch that. And uh, yeah, it, we're, we're That's off right. and running. Here we go. Tonight we get three games. We get the Mavs and the Hawks, the Bucks and the Heat and the Clippers and the Warriors. So some fun ones that we'll be back to break down tomorrow. I gave you guys my surprise of the night already. I kind of blew the surprise a little early, but Valanciunas with his three (laughs) for 19 shooting. I'm not expecting that to happen again. Uh, Keith, anything before we wrap up here? No, I think we're good. Yeah, like you mentioned, those games, four teams making their season debuts, Mavs, Hawks, Heat, and Clippers. So it should be a fun night, light night. Uh, So we'll probably go slightly more in depth on those games tomorrow uh, when we come back come back here here and do this continue to send us your your name suggestions or let us know which ones you you like we'll we'll try to by the start of we'll next week we'll set that as the the goal for us to to have a name for this version of the front office show but uh thanks for checking in let us know what you like and don't like about about this uh the, this style of show where we're just trying to uh you know, yep. cater this to you and deliver you guys what you want uh here is a boy we know you may not be able to watch everything like and guys make sure you do subscribe and then turn on those notifications as well so as soon as we publish the show you get notified and can check it out and don't forget to like this episode as well till next time stay safe and see you